0: Welcome to Integrative Approaches to Mastering Wellness, lovingly known as I am WellMD. I'm your host, Santhi Tanikella, pediatrician and life coach. I help individuals who are wired and tired break free from the chains of overwhelm so they can enjoy the life they've worked so hard to create. I also help them to support their families in a more holistic way. This is episode 12 and today I'd like to talk about something we coaches call the manual. You know how your air fryer came with a manual? It's kind of like that. A manual is a booklet that's written to help us better understand how something works. In the coaching world, however, the manual refers to an unspoken set of beliefs and expectations that we set for specific people. We may have a manual for our mom, our dad, our spouse, our kids, our best friends, our coworkers, I mean the list goes on. We may even have a manual for ourselves. Here's the funny thing about the manual. We often don't realize that it even exists. It's also an eye-opening experience for us when we hear others speak about their manuals, their expectations of specific people in their lives. So let's take our kids for example. If you're from my generation that is born in the late 70s early 80s we have a whole whole story here are some of the things that i've heard as a pediatrician well when i was a kid i had to clean up my own room get myself ready for school in the morning i had responsibilities and when they weren't fulfilled there were some big consequences Kids these days have no idea how lucky they are. There's no sense of discipline with them. They just go around doing whatever they want. Laws are too strict now, and I'd be in big trouble if I disciplined my kids the way my parents disciplined me. Sound familiar? (laughs) How about our manuals for our parents? Many of us in our generation think to ourselves that our parents should be loving and affectionate. Like, I wish my parents were loving and affectionate. When I was a kid, they were always emotionally unavailable and the expectations they had of me were always so high that I struggled to reach them. And now I feel terrible about all the things that I do or don't do that's not up to par with their expectations. How about your coworkers? Do you have any manuals for your coworkers? In your view, what do their roles entail? As an example in my life, what is a doctor supposed to do? How are they supposed to behave? What are our expectations of nurses, front desk staff, and ancillary staff? What about your friends? Are your friends supposed to answer your texts within 10 seconds of receiving them? If you don't receive a quick response, what do you make that mean? Does it mean that they love you less? Do you get offended? Or do you think to yourself that they might just be busy and they'll get back to you later? Manuals get a little dangerous when we expect someone to do something for us, and then they don't when we create a story about why someone did or didn't do something and we think it has something to do with us it can become an area that gets us a little sensitive in other words well you know what let me give you an example let's say i ask eight-year-old jack to help me clean up the dinner table and he doesn't It is super easy for me to get irritated, right? Here I am cleaning, washing dishes, putting the food away, and he's doing nothing, but he ate dinner, right? (laughs) Fabulous, great, he ate, I could really use some help right now. So you can see where I made this about me. It's almost like this unspoken feeling of gosh, how could he be so ungrateful? And here's what I'm thinking. When we have expectations of the people in our lives, it becomes very easy to put our happiness into their hands. Because if they don't do something, we make it mean that they don't love us, care about us, or respect us. But the truth is, their lack of action may have nothing to do with us at all. And here we've gone and drawn conclusions about it without any actual facts. So let me go back to that situation with Jack. Here's Jack. He continues to sit at the table doing what looks like a whole lot of nothing to me. When I ask him why he won't clean up the table, he tells me, because it's boring. Ah, there it is. It's boring. It has nothing to do with me. It doesn't mean he doesn't love me. It doesn't mean... He hates me, it doesn't, it, look, I've, it has nothing to do with me, right? Here's the other piece. He's right. <laughs> At least to me, I don't love cleaning up the table. I don't love doing certain chores. It is boring. So could I actually blame him? This is the point where I have to get creative. What could I do to make this situation more entertaining for both of us? What if I put some fast-paced music on and say, Jack, Jack, Let's set a goal for ourselves. Let's see how much of the kitchen cleanup we can do before this song is over. What do you think? And what do you think his response is gonna be? He's gonna be a little bit more likely to get on board because now I've made it something that's fun. So let's say we can't finish in that one song. Now we give Jack the option to pick the next song and the game continues until we're done. Fingers crossed, that's in a really ideal situation. So anyway, my point is this, when it comes to our expectations of others and then their actions or inactions, check in with yourself. When you find yourself inflamed because of someone else's actions or inactions, pause and ask yourself why. If you've made it mean something about you, then you might want to take a moment to explore what else could be going on or just ask them why. Point blank. You might save yourself a lot, a lot of grief. Until next time, be well. If you've liked what you heard, give us a five-star rating and share this podcast with a friend. If you want to learn more information about Dr. Tinikella and what she does, visit her at imwellmd.com and subscribe to her email list. If you'd like to get coached, she has programs for you and the whole family.